0: the lunchbox reviews we are doing episode four and i am joined by the uh, usual variants alex hello and michelle hello
1: uh
0: sorry we missed episode three but we're back so before we get on to talking about spoilers what did you all think of episode four
2: man you you know it might have been my favorite one I, uh, I I reacted, uh, let's say loudly, twice in one episode, and then kind of a third time where I was just like, you know, in the post-credit scene, which was, I was not expecting. Like, thank goodness you told me, you warned me, because I, I, I don't know, I don't know what I would've done, but damn, yeah, thumbs up. Yep, I agree.
1: It was by far my favorite. I, I mean, it had so much, like I, th- I mean episode three we didn't talk about it but it had some action this one for me had more action um more more characters got involved in the action if that makes sense um so I really liked it and I mean i was super I don't know i I'm biased I don't know if this is biased but uh we were right about a lot and I was right about a lot <laughs> so I really like it because of that Um, So I'm sure we'll talk about all the things we were right about, but it's really exciting that we like actually did a good job in our (laughs) predictions this time. Uh,
0: For me, yeah, it keeps chugging along and I'm still really, really liking this. Uh, I know I talked about Loki so far being my favorite out of the three MCU TV shows. Uh, And so far it still is. It had everything that I wanted in in an episode uh so with that let's go to full spoilers uh if you haven't watched it yet then why are you watching us so come back or just watch us you know the deal all right so let's get on it so uh we start off with a young sylvie she gets taken away from asgard we see her being a young kid she's taken away by ranslayer and her timeline uh, is reset she's then taken to the tva where she escapes typical loki style um what do you guys think about that scene
1: the the only thought i had was wow she's a brunette
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i'm still hung up on her being blonde i don't know it's still i still am annoyed by it for some silly reason so seeing her as a brunette kid i was like who is this child and then i understood what was going on I was like oh okay i, I follow Um, I thought that was really cool. I think it gives us a lot of background to the character, especially, like, from episode three, she kind of alluded to differences between her and Loki um, in their upbringing. So now we kind of really get to see what that was because they had the conversation about their mother. And obviously, like, Sylvie's experience with her mother is very different than Loki's experience. So it was cool to see why that would be the case.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, I was... I was surprised when I saw a young Sylvie because I'm like, wait a second, isn't that Judith from Walking Dead? And then, sure enough, yeah, I went on the is internet it? And like, yeah, it's Judith from Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. Oh my man, I think I, you're,
0: yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I just realized that. Yeah, so uh, that was interesting. I, I, I mean, it was good to see, um, like th- that Sylvie wasn't like. An evil child. All she was doing was just playing with with her, her little uh, toy boat and and just minding her own business. But you know, to the TVA, that's evil being evil enough and uh, warranting a prune. Um, I, I I wanted more from her origin though because like yeah, there's a lot of questions like 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 when did uh, like was Loki born like that like it could be because Loki comes from like the the old uh, frost giants uh, land uh i forgot what it's called uh the film or i don't know i I, I don't know that one i played yeah 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 with with the n and f yeah so so i like i just have a lot of questions there because uh, like i I really i I like the old uh all the guardian mythology stuff but uh but but it's cool it it went along getting to the story that we actually want to see
0: so for me what i actually I, i agree with both you guys, but. For me, this scene, what I've noticed, or maybe it's just me, is the way Renslayer was acting. Because it felt like she escaped too easily for me. And even when she grabbed the, the, the temp pad, it almost looked like Renslayer was just like, come on. go For me anyway, like go away. She didn't like make a move to stop her. And just kind of like, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. She got away. So to me, that's what I was thinking throughout that scene, which I don't know. I'm still kind of, uh, I think Renslayer is just somebody that's doing a job. I think she's working for somebody, you know, we'll get to that later. Uh, Moving on, going back to the TVA, uh, we see Renslayer and Mobius having a chat. And uh, Mobius wants to know why, he can't uh interrogate hunter c20 but this is also Renslayer won't allow it to happen because apparently she is dead and uh Renslayer tells mobius to just kind of keep it between them which kind of weird to me um what'd you guys think about that
1: i was suspicious of that immediately because it didn't make sense to me not to want everyone to know that um c20 was dead i couldn't understand like what what if c20 is dead why don't you want people to know because it would put the fear of like sylvie into people more which i think is what they like what i would want in that scenario is like be really afraid of it it's you know she'll make you so crazy you'll die or whatever story story it is they're using because obviously we're suspicious of that um, so it was interesting to me that they don't want anyone to know that she's quote unquote dead, which made me think maybe she's not dead, but i i can, can't confirm that based on the rest of the episode. Like, I don't know if she's actually dead yeah. or not. And like, what is dead? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, th- that conversation made me think. Oh, uh, she's dead. Yeah, that Hunter C twenty. Yeah, she, she she got killed off by the TV. Or like, there's something issue going on tba is doing something they shouldn't be uh they're withholding the truth and uh and, and sure it, it, it was a good opening to to sort of set up the tba as being this uh untrustworthy uh company or, or leaders whatever the hell you want to call them
0: yeah you know what um i'm just going to add to the fact that this adds a bit more layers to the conspiracy that is the tba So other than kind of what you guys were talking about, I'm just kind of interested even more on how this plays out. So yeah, it's going to be interesting last couple of episodes. There's only like two more.
2: Two more. Oh my God.
1: I'm sad about that. Uh, Like I could watch a lot more of this, like a lot more. Yeah.
2: Uh, moving along
0: so we are back to the planet whose name I forgot again even though Alex just told me what it was Lamentus. lamentous thank you we're back to lamentous we have Loki and Sylvie chatting about uh, her past and her plan uh, this is where she reveals that she does remember a bit about her as guardian childhood and I think this is just from my understanding I think Maybe, maybe you, can, you guys can just like correct me later. Because I think, because she was born a female, or as she said like the goddess of mischief, it is why they took her, because it disturbed the sacred timeline. Um, this is also where they touch hands and creates a apparently very big branch in the timeline at, timeline, and it is where. Mobius and the rest of the uh, the TBA found them. So uh, let's uh, unpack this scene.
2: I, look, uh, there's a there's a really big mystery here as to why this branch grew from this moment. Like 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 that was the the biggest the, the weirdest thing to uh, to come out of that. And uh, and I'm not sure. Like if you were to ask me last week, like what's going on, I would have said Loki has something in his back pocket, like the, uh, the, the temp pad the is still working. I'm still... Or, or, yeah, yeah I, I heard that. I'm like, okay, that's a Loki thing. But but like, like he would, to me, he would play Sylvie till the very end and like the world's about to end. And then Sylvie would like just tell him whatever Loki wanted to know. And then Loki's like, all right, abracadabra, let's go. But uh, that wasn't the case. Uh, and, and, and I guess we got a little more of a, Human low key interaction, like like a little more of his uh uh like emotional side. So that was interesting, and and I'm really curious what the the whole branch thing is all about.
1: I don't I don't know if I love this situation um, that they're setting up here, and like there's gonna be a spoiler for the end of this episode. Whatever we're talking, it's spoiler zone. Too bad. Um, this like romance quote question. What between the two of them? Um is it just me or like where did that come from like they are at odds for all of episode three and not in like a fun and flirty way like it wasn't like you know what I mean like you've seen like that enemies to lovers trope but it looks different like they really didn't like each other they were like kind of jerks to each other and then now it's like we hold hands and create a nexus event with our love like what? (laughs) what um so I was really hoping like at the end when Loki was going to have that like moment with Sylvie, he was gonna be like, just kidding. <laughs> like something like not like I don't know. I like that Loki's being humanized, but I don't love that he's like potentially being this mushy love sappy guy because that does not read Loki to me personally. <laughs> so I'm not sure if I like it. I'm hoping I'm wrong in interpreting it the way I'm interpreting it.
0: Yeah that 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 threw me off a loop there because he technically Loki is falling for himself (laughs) kind of a deal. So that was a little weird for me. Um, I'm not super convinced that that is the deal. I think there's still something because as like you were talking about, uh, this isn't like on brand for Loki, right? So like you, I'm hoping there's kind of something else going on with this Loki on-end Loki flirtation just because she changed her name to Sylvie doesn't mean you know she's not a Loki she's still a Loki Mm -hmm. anywho um we're back in the TVA again uh this is where Mobius puts Loki in a time loop and uh before actually he he puts Loki in a time loop this is where Loki tells Mobius that the TVA is lying to him And uh, we finally get into time loop, and we get Lady Sif after, when did we see her last? Technically, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but to many, that doesn't count. So, one of the Thor movies, we saw her last. Uh, Yeah, what'd you guys think?
1: Uh, You were right. You said it. You were the one who said it. I I brought her up, but you're like, no, she's the cameo for sure. And so... Credit to you, Lou, because that was, um, a, that was you nailed it. Um, I thought that was, I, I really liked the way the time loop kind of played out. Though I'm still, I don't know, Loki's getting too human for me now, almost. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, because this this time loop situation didn't really have the effect of watching Loki watch himself. And like the humanization that happened in that scene. It seems like they tried to kind of do that again, like that kind of like. He comes to the self-realization, da, 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 da. Um, I think he's already had that at this moment. He already yeah. knows he's a jerk. Like we know he's a jerk. We know he knows he's a jerk. Um, so the scene seemed kind of long for me personally. So I didn't really love it. Um, I'd hoped he would have been more clever in that moment as well. And like, I don't know, chased after Sif when she tried to leave because
2: where does the loop end? Or
1: something like that. I feel like he could have done something more in that moment.
2: Yeah, I was really happy to see Sith because uh, that's definitely one of the uh, major Thor comic characters that uh, uh, I don't know, like, like she, she didn't get, really get her due in the movies and, and like if, if she was in Thor Dark World, I cannot remember. I I, I don't know. I don't yeah, think I can't so. Remember. Yeah. I yeah, think it's has right. a hot minute. It might have been before. I she wasn't was, in Ragnarok, wrong, that's for sure. No, no, she wasn't. She wasn't. And, and, and like, I, I, I like Valkyrie, I really like Valkyrie as a character, but, but like I couldn't help but, but watch and thinking like, man, this could have been Sif, like why wasn't Sif this cool? And it was, because Sif is just awesome in, in, in the comics. Uh, but yeah, it was great to see her uh, in, in this, in, 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 a, in the time loop. Uh, and, and yeah, I feel the same as Michelle, that uh, it, it, was, it was, I don't know, I felt kind of redundant. And, and it does add to the weirdness of why would loki fall in love with himself because he's so, such a self-loathing character it doesn't make sense that he would fall for sylvie they, he, he would have definitely have affection for her but i don't know if it's a, like, like a romantic uh, sort of affection so yeah
0: uh you know so like you guys i thought this was weird as well i mean i i I'm happy to see Sif, uh, even if it's just a little cameo. Hopefully, we get to see her again, other than for Thor Love and Thunder, which I'm pretty sure she is part of the cast. Uh, I think, to me, this would have worked better because I think Mobius was trying to sort of break Loki a little bit into giving him answers and adding Sif as the, the time loop would have been the one to break him. I mean, wouldn't it have worked better if it was Friga, like his mom? Yeah. That's what I move, thought it was gonna be. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that would yeah. have worked better for me. Uh, but other than that, I guess it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's Sif. Hey Sif. Nice to see you yeah. again. <laughs> anyway, uh moving along, we are now outside of the room where Sylvie is being kept. Uh Hunter B. This is where Hunter B. 15 asks Mobius what Loki said to him. And uh, this is his response was the TVA is lying to you. Um, One thing to note about this scene is that uh, Mobius mentioned the the Kree, some Titans and vampires that, that they've caught, which is a little maybe hint to Blade uh, appearing eventually. Uh, what do you guys think?
1: Um, I mean, I like kind of knew this would happen. Um, like, I, I hoped this conversation would happen, because we know that Hunter B-15 is the only other person to have been like, um, what's the word that they use for what Sylvie does? I can't remember.
2: Like, spot oh, magic? What is en- it? Encha- enchantment? Enchantment, yeah.
1: Yeah, Hunter yeah. um, B15 is the only other person who'd been enchanted by Sylvie. So I was wondering like how that would show up if she had any long-term effects. And so this chat kind of, you know, you can see the gears turning in her head as she starts to kind of connect her own dots based on her experience. And I'm like really happy with the way, well, no, I lied. I'm not really, I'm like mildly happy with the way it played out. Cause I do have like a severe anger about one thing but that's later. Um, but I like this scene because it kind of, it gives B-15 more to do, which I'm happy about.
2: It was cool. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, it, it, like, honestly, the best part of it was, like, the the, the talk about the, the, the Creed, Titans, and vampires. I'm like, ooh, vampires. So you said they're they're officially canon in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Awesome. Can we see one? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other cool thing is, like, they're talking about Titans, and I'm like, wait. So, like, Titans are, like... Thanos was a titan people from his planet were titans like I think pretty sure the Eternals are titans so like that's what I'm thinking that the titans were unless I'm wrong like all right but but that's it that's all I I, I can say about it same (laughs)
0: actually the the part that uh 100b15 sort of was all kind of trying to figure out what's going on she she's now very suspicious of the TVA kind of got overshadowed by the mentions of, like, yeah. Titan's Decree and Vampire, so I'm like, like Alex was saying, maybe a vampire or something, a, a Titan can just show up there, you know, but the fact that they're confirmed, they're canon, they're there, so it's not like, it's gonna be, oh, who's that, you know, look, they, like, they mentioned it in Loki, come on. Uh, okay, so we're moving on. This is where mobius takes loki out of the timeline and loki tries to convince mobius that this is his plan all along of course again this is with the playing of the feelings with sylvie and stuff Tri- loki trying to have the attention to her and Mob- this is where mobius tells loki that sylvie has uh died and kind of takes loki out of the loop a little bit uh what what would you guys think of this scene
2: uh it, it was it was funny to see Mobius acting like kind of like he was hurt like emotionally hurt by Loki instead of like you know kind of business or matter of fact or kind of like a cop it's like no he was it was personal to Mobius it it, it, it really made him feel bad that his friend abandoned him like that uh and and, and at the same time loki Doesn't know what to say because whatever he says, Mobius isn't going to trust him. So Loki's just telling him things that you know he wants to hear instead of the actual truth, right? And yeah, uh, yeah, it it, it was a really interesting uh, dynamic now uh, in in its sadly in its closing stages uh, this relationship. Yeah,
0: from real cool buddies to uh... yeah.
1: (laughs) I I don't have anything to add to that. I think Alex. Yep, that was exactly what I thought.
0: ditto so (laughs) exactly so we're moving on um we are now in Renslayer's office uh they have like a kind of a heart-to-heart talk uh and Mobius won't kind of kept keeps pressing her about and interrogating Sylvie and this is where, kind of, Renslayer was just saying that I, I'm kind of doing this for, for the timeline, for us, you know, for their friendship. And as soon as Mobius kind of catches uh, Renslayer off guard by putting that sword as part of her trophies, she she takes the te- he takes the temp pad for you know to check out what happened to C uh, Hunter C twenty. Uh, what do you guys think?
2: uh i'll i'll go i mean it, it was um it caught me off guard that that ending the, the fact that mobius was actually going to do something about it but uh, b- b- because it seemed like um hunter is a hunter 16 yes no wait
0: the the one that died
2: no no the b-15 b-50 b- b- man these, these numbers and letters are not doing it for me yep uh, yeah, b-15 sorry yeah yeah uh, uh, Hunter B-15, uh, I, I, I thought she was going to get everything uh, into place for Mobius uh, to, to realize, but but I, I suppose it's a good thing that Mobius uh, takes uh, the, a- like, he's a, an active uh, participant in the truth and uncovering the truth instead of being a passive uh, victim of the truth, so yeah, it, it, it was good, but I did have to rewind it, uh, because I'm like, wait, what the hell did he just, swap out like oh okay tempad pad yeah and, and and not just that did you see i i, I you didn't cover it but but he, he uh turned on the tempad pad and and he watched the video of uh of hunter c20 watch uh it, it, like her confession yeah and, and and it was all grainy and like it, it just looked really neat i like i have no idea how they did that but it was just a really cool look of like this uh I don't even know how to explain it like like tiger electronic handheld the uh, like game and game. watch <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah game and watch yeah it's just like but you got like a full video like what
1: um I yeah I'm happy Mobius isn't taking everything for face value I think it kind of speaks to how much he really really wants to be buddies with Loki and how much he wants to trust him that even when Loki literally betrayed him and left him and all these things and like ruined their friendship he's still like but maybe there's a little bit of truth to what Loki's saying just enough for him to investigate it for himself. And I love that. I, I love Mobius as a character. I just, I, Oh man, he's great. Or yeah, he's great. He is still great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I agree. I like that. Uh, Mobius's character takes an e- even like a deeper turn for, for himself trying to find, find the truth. And he, he takes it upon himself to, to, to do that. So, uh, I mean, he gets pruned later on, but is he really gone? He's somewhere now, which is, you know, kind of cool. All right, moving on. We are now with Sylvie and Hunter B-15. Hunter B-15 takes her to the Nexus event uh, somewhere. I can't remember. It's, it's in the States, but it's in the future where the, beside the, uh, just outside, sorry the rocks card and then this is where sylvie shows more to hunter b15 about about her life because i think she already did it somewhere that that we didn't see but this time she shows her more and hunter b15 i think uh, her words are like i i think i was happy or so it gets her kind of mind going to also maybe just help them which she did throughout the uh, the rest of the episode. Uh, what'd you guys think about this scene?
1: Um, for me, like Hunter B-15, doing that confirmed what I thought about when Hunter B-15 was first enchanted at the rocks cart, that when she gets enchanted, that's when she sees her memories. So she was already had that in her brain. She already was thinking it. And so she pretty much came to get Sylvie to confirm that what she's seeing is real and not a trick. Um, and I think that's really awesome. And the line was, I I was happy, and then yeah, she's okay, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. and so and Hunter B fifteen from what we've seen of her is not happy. She's angry. <laughs> she is is not doing great, honestly. Um, so I think just seeing that part of her, like wanting to be happy, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna do, you know, what I have to do to get back to that happiness that I have never had, and I I can see myself having, and I think that's really awesome. And I I like her. I like her a lot, and I'm annoyed. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it right now. When she gets involved and starts fighting, she gets taken out in two freaking seconds. <laughs> two damn seconds. So we can have Loki Sylvie fight. And I'm so pissed. Why you gotta do B15 like that? Like she so shows up ready to go and oh, oh, give her like two, ten seconds of fighting, please. Give her she a fight scene. Yeah, she got taken down so quick and I'm so pissed about it. So
2: Awesome. Yeah, B B fifteen could have been better served, you're better suited to something else, uh in, in, in that climactic battle because she was kind of I, I was like, Oh, that's it. Okay. All right. Well, I I, I guess <clears throat> I guess this is the Loki show after all. <laughs> but I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> um But yeah, it's Roxton, uh, Oklahoma, by the way. Uh home sure. of the rocks cart in the future. <laughs> uh yeah, it's um it, it, it was cool to see the, the interaction that uh, B- B-15 finding out and Sylvie just like thinking, he's like, oh, we're going to scrap right now. We're going to duke it out. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think I have anything to, to add to that one. It was, uh, it, it was a good way to, it, because um, it, it, it raised the question of what is B50, B-15 going to do right now, uh, which wasn't much except show up and get beat up. So it, it was cool at the moment. It turned out not to be cool.
0: Yeah. yeah um I agree with both of you because fifteen uh in the episode before was just like a, a a real badass right and for her to get taken out like a like a punk is kind of sad and that made me sad because I wanted to see her actually kick ass but uh another thing this 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 scene kind of uh what made me think was like how much you know mind wiping the TVA is doing I mean going back to like a couple of episodes um, there's a scene where it was with uh, Renslayer and, and Mobius and it was like the drink and the cup and there was like a, a stain from the uh from like the watermark like that he couldn't remember so in my head how many times has he already done that and had his mind wiped while that was happening right like even the pen the little pen thing where it's like he he it seemed familiar to him but he couldn't remember so yeah so the TVA is really something so uh with that we're moving on to Loki and Mobius uh, unfortunately this is where Mobius takes Loki out and they get met by uh Renslayer who then kind of prunes Mobius after he just like, you know, I just want to be in my jet ski, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That that made me mad. Uh, So after that, uh, we meet up again with Sylvie and Loki. They're being taken to see the, the timekeepers. They're in the elevator and it was kind of a, there was a scene where Sylvie was asking Renslayer about like what her Nexus event was, but she said that she couldn't remember. But by looking at her, it seemed like she just didn't want to tell her the Nexus event that uh, happened or that Sylvie apparently caused. So uh, what do you guys think about this?
1: I think like this whole episode is when things shift. And the TVA is the villains, like 100%, they're the bad guys of the the show. And I think we kind of see that in that scene, because up to this point, all of the variants are evil and creating nexus events by doing evil things. Uh, And we know, having seen the moment that Sylvie gets taken, she's a kid playing with toys. Like, where's the evil? Where's the badness? Her existence is the nexus event, and that's so tragic. And I think that's probably why Renslayer doesn't say anything, because then she'd have to admit that there's really no motive besides her existence. That like you just are born a variant too friggin' bad or whatever it might be. Um, I think it's like a weak excuse, which is why Renslayer didn't say anything. Because I'm sure she remembers. Because if like the variant you pick up becomes a variant, you're hunting for like another however long of time because time means nothing. Surely you're gonna remember like the details of that of that situation. So,
2: yeah. Um, I just gotta say, I I yelled, I yelled, and when Bobius was pruned, it, it, like I, I I didn't, I I wasn't expecting it. Uh, not at this time. Like I'm I'm expecting an ending of him on a jet ski or something, but but not this. It, it, it was sad to see him go. He's, he's Owen Wilson did a great job, and it's a great character. They, it's yeah oh man um as for the the, the TVA, like I, I don't know if it's tin foiley hat because it's not I, I don't really know if it's a prediction but but like they i don't know they they sort of i don't know it, it seems like them and apocalypses like, like there's something weird with them and apocalypses like to to me or maybe it's just a show but uh, I, I wonder if they're involved in any of these apocalypses uh you never know
0: Yeah, really sad about Mobius. Like, Alex, uh, the dream ending for this is having Mobius on that jet ski while Casey is in the background fishing. (laughs) That is the perfect ending. (laughs) But I actually, that was my original feeling, but then I felt a little better after that that, that Loki pruning. But before we get to that, we got to get to the... uh, To the timekeepers we finally meet them um this is where all hell breaks loose fighting goes on hunter b15 shows up sort of saves the day for five minutes (laughs) sylvie aims uh cuts off one of the timekeepers heads and uh, they found out that they are just androids um which we kind of predicted i can't remember it was michelle or alex but one of us did, so we got another one, and uh, the the scene I'm just going to go straight up with it, the scene that I sort of didn't like is as they were about to I guess it looked like share really? feelings that's when uh, Loki got pruned pruned, but I do, I do like the, the fact that uh, uh, Sylvie got the drop on on Renslayer, and it yeah. seems like she's gonna reveal more because I think there's more to Renslayer than this. Uh, what would you guys think about that whole shenanigan things there?
1: I mean, besides B15 having her moment, um, I liked that. I am I'm, I'm gonna take credit for this prediction because that's pretty much what I said that it was either a Wizard of Oz situation, a Wanted situation, they're just figureheads, or somebody else. I was right. Uh, so that was really exciting. We got another because one. When, when we walked into, like, when they walked into the room and we see them there, I'm like, oh, damn, I was so wrong. Oh, shoot. I, like, was convinced I was wrong. And then the reveal is I'm right. So I really liked it. Um, it was it was exciting because, like, they're trying to, find like, meet the timekeepers this whole time. Are we going to meet them for real in this episode? Because if so, what else is the show? Um, so I knew there was going to be something else going on because there's supposed to be more episodes. Um, it was just like even though I predicted it I was surprised that that was exactly what happened and then the Loki getting pruned thing honestly I've been suspicious of the pruning because if okay here, here like I could be totally wrong if all the people from the TVA are variants and all the variants get pruned where are they getting these people from do you know what I mean Because they bring in the variants, they put them through the trial, they prune them. And then how, where's the step in between of them becoming part of the TVA? So I think the pruning is like the prelude to getting your mind wiped and becoming part of the TVA. That's my guess. So when Mobius got pruned, I was just in denial that he was gone. Absolutely unacceptable. He is going to get his damn jet ski. Like I know he's not for real dead. And then you, you can't kill Loki in the Loki show, as I'd said, like episode one. A- episode um,
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
1: You, you can't kill, you, that's not, that that's not a thing. Um, so I was still surprised that it happened, but I wasn't as like upset because I'm like, okay, I know it's not over. We're going to learn more about what the heck pruning is and why they call it stupid pruning.
2: <laughs> so I like it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean it, it it was funny to see the Time Lords as uh as uh like Chuck E. Cheese uh you know, like the characters there doing a the happy birthday dance, song and dance and stuff. Uh I, I, I do remember that like after at, at the second episode, I thought it was like, Okay, there's someone behind the 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 Time Lords. It is a Wizard of Oz thing. I thought we were gonna see who the person pulling the the you know the the strings and stuff was gonna be, but we didn't. Uh, but I think we still contained. might. <laughs> yeah, we still might. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Get, get some answers for this. Uh, but but yeah, I'm I'm glad they weren't real lizard people. Uh, <laughs> it was it, it was kind of uh, yeah. It, it, it's fitting. It makes sense that they're not. Um, the, the the Loki death. That's another one where, where I kind of yelped out, just a you know a little loud noise like what. <laughs> What? Like, <laughs> and, and then they showed Sylvie it's like oh yeah right I guess you can still have a Loki even if it's Sylvie but but I'm like well but but Tom Hiddleston you, you need Tom Hiddleston on the show yeah so thankfully uh the post-credit scene uh kind of set things right but we'll get to that after
0: <laughs> uh same uh actually you know what for me when Loki got pruned uh, I didn't believe it uh, because there's two more episodes coming, and him disappearing. What well, I, I for some reason, I was like, I'm not accepting that. <laughs> In, In my head, I was like, No, no. Uh, I also do really like the uh, the intrigue more now of the the timekeepers showing them as androids. We know that somebody's behind this. Renslayer knows something, so. We'll get to see more of that. Uh, It was an interview with Tom Hiddleston. And he was asked what his favorite episodes were of the series. And he said four and five. So he said that it's going to change everything. Whatever that means. However, we're going to take it. But that got me excited for what's coming up next. Which we'll talk about next week. But we go to the post credit scene. Loki wakes up. And... As we see the backdrop of what looks like New York, I think it's Avengers Tower. I don't know. Maybe this is uh, the event where the Chitauri didn't get stopped. Maybe this is where Iron Man didn't redirect that bomb space. And we see three, no, four Loki variants. One being, I got me really excited, it was Richard E. Grant as the older loki classic loki we got to see a kid loki we got to see a loki with a made-up mjolnir and a crocodile loki which i'm not familiar with maybe it's the frog but they gotta show yeah uh what do you guys think of the post-credit scene is what i'm saying
2: thor was a frog
0: you're right sorry was, you're right yeah, yeah. Was, frog it was,
2: it was, it was, frog you're right so so if, if, if Loki turns Thor into a frog it would make sense that he would turn himself into a crocodile uh, I, I, I hope that's like the variant version of this story uh, the child Loki I, I'm so excited to, to see more of him because uh, well th- th- there's an Alex plane coming soon where I discuss his character uh, I, I, it, it was exciting to see the, the the older version of Loki that's like true to the 1960s. Comics uh, costume, uh, and the fourth dude, I, I think that's a Thor variant. I don't know if that's a Loki variant because like Loki's not a not a hammer guy. Yeah, the hammer didn't make sense. Never did. used that. Yeah, exactly. So I, I it might be, yeah, that, that one's throwing me off. But I can't wait for the next episode. i
1: I mean, I'm happy that he's not dead. So first of all, like when he was there, <laughs> oh, it was yeah. like, okay, great, awesome. <laughs> confirming that I love it and as someone who is not familiar with all the Lokis that was very exciting for me because I am like this is gonna be hilarious because (laughs) I have besides like the weird romance um between Sylvie and Loki I have liked the Lokis like doing Loki stuff together and kind of the differences and similarities between them and I really like that so I'm excited to see him with like a group of them and how that kind of Like, is he the superior Loki now that there's so many of them? And like, how can you compete with a crocodile or alligator? Like, (laughs) That's a superior Loki, if you ask me, because that looks (laughs) awesome. Um, I'm so, I'm so excited. Like that made me, I'm like, I need the next episode right now. I want to see these characters. I want to know who they are. I want to know their deal. I'm so, it's so unbelievably excited. Honestly, this is going to be like a crazy statement for me. But this post-credit scene made Loki my favorite show. Because I I it wasn't and now it is. Yeah. Cause I'm so excited about that. So, Come on over Loki. to the Loki
0: train. Yeah, yeah,
1: I can't, I can't not now like more Loki the better. Give me give me a hundred of them. That'll be fun.
0: <laughs> uh for me, this post-credit scene first thought was, oh my god, that's Richard E. Grant as classic Loki. I'm so happy. Cause it, I, I know that he got cast, but they, they never mentioned. Uh, who he was playing, so that was like a mystery on itself. Uh, second thought was Loki's alive, I'm gonna see Mobius again <laughs> eventually. <laughs> uh, got to see the other Lokis, and like you guys, I am so really excited to see the uh, episode five. And this super long weekend is just you know making me sad. <laughs> I just want Loki. <laughs> um so yeah before we end it for this episode is there kind of any theories or predictions or kind of things you want to see moving forward uh you know
1: yeah i think i think the obvious one at least for me and you already kind of said it lou is like mobius is alive and i want loki to kind of like live up to the fact that he said that they're friends and go find him first and be like, where is he? Um, That would be my hope. Besides that, I don't care at this point because I was right about one thing and now I (laughs) give up. (laughs) I'm never producing again, so I have 100% success for this episode. Or this season, I should say. I
2: I mean, I find it interesting that uh, Loki seems to find himself at another apocalypse event. Uh, Although this one might have already happened, Uh, but, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like there, there's something more to the apocalypse that is going on uh, and and the whole pruning. Yeah, there, there's a lot of questions. I'm here for the ride. Uh, I'm not here for, for the predictions. I'm I, I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad to take it all in.
0: <laughs> Same, but I am going to make one bold prediction that is probably going to make me fall flat in my face. I think we see... Or maybe have a mention of Kang in this series. Mm. I still think he's behind the curtains. Um, just because of the, the, the fact that we know that uh, Ravona, Renslayer, and Kang were a thing in, in the comics. And that's the only, my only basis on that is that information. But yeah, my bold prediction is we either see or just hear a mention of Kang. Uh, And with that, that is our show for the week. Thank you for joining us. If you like the stuff, please, you know, do the YouTube thing, like, subscribe, and uh, let us know your predictions, how you're liking the show. Once again, I am joined by Michelle and Alex, and we'll see you for episode five. Peace. (laughs)
1: Bye.